0: Hey, hey, thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Adam Benzman, and welcome to the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel. Your number one resource for free roofing sales training on YouTube and your go-to listen for when you're out driving in your truck Needing some inspiration on how to market yourself, generate leads, overcome objections, and get more sales. If you'd like to join the Roof Strategist Insiders and get a free copy of my ebook, Three Tricks to Get to the Kitchen Table, and get emails every Tuesday with new episode notifications, insider tips, tricks, and the occasional lives that I do. Head on over to www.roofstrategist.com and sign up right now for free. That's all, and let's hop right into this week's episode. Hey everybody, Adam here, The Roof Strategist, and welcome to today's episode. I'm joined by none other than Garrett Kurt with One Click Code. I'm going to do an intro here in a minute. Before I do, Garrett, welcome.
1: Hey Adam, thanks for having me, man.
0: So, for those of you who might be new to the channel, I had Garrett on before. He is the founder of oneclickcode.com, which we're gonna talk about today. It is the ultimate platform to literally plug in any address of any residential property and get a report that shoots back that says what items are required by building code to be on that roof to help you with all the supplementing needs. And what we're gonna be covering today are how to use this platform, which right now is free, get in while you can. Um, to supplement up front, some unique COVID stuff that Garrett has uncovered and some alternates to O&P. And of course, we are going to tie this into how to use this process to help you make more sales. One disclaimer up front. I do not take any affiliate fees or commissions through any of this. I bring guests like Garrett on the channel because I believe in what they're doing. And I think they have provided valuable service for my listeners. So know that everything you're hearing is 100% unbiased. (laughs) Without further ado, Garrett, did I address uh, what one click code is accurately? Did I hit it or did I miss stuff?
1: Yeah, I, I I think you nailed it on the head. I usually sum it up by saying like, imagine yourself sitting in front of a computer or on your phone and you're saying to yourself, if only Google knew, if I typed in an address, they would magically know that I'm a contractor give me back all the things I need associated with creating an estimate that was accurate, defendable, and precise. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we just happened.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. And for those of you that don't know, just quick recap, there's other videos on the channel. Uh, if you search one click code, you'll find them. We did one or two with Garrett on some updates and it is available as a mobile app on Android and iPhones or whatever they call those platforms. You know where to find an app. So, um, real quick, What I want to touch on is because supplementing has been a hot topic. You saw the interview with Mike from Elite Claim Solutions, which posted whenever it posted today, tomorrow, yesterday. I don't know. You'll find it before this one. And an important part of what we're going to learn is not only how to supplement, right? How to get paid, as Mike put it, paid what you deserve for the job. This is a tool to help you get paid for what you do. What most people miss in the supplementing is how critical this is to earn the business and make the sale especially right now, this is relevant during all the COVID pandemic. There's, there's going to be stuff that is residual, even as the country reopens and moving forward to explain how savvy you are again, as a restoration contractor and not just a roofer with your customers. So when you're at the door and you can present in your pitch um, that you know, how the insurance process works right now, and that you are the best resource to assess that property fully to get that homeowner's claim paid in full with no missing items up front. And if you need help generating these leads or to use material specific during the pandemic, check out my marketing battle pack again right now for free. I have all that material specific for COVID. That's all, let's jump right in. Garrett, what's new on One Click Code? You shared some great stuff with me, I wanna hear about it. Before we we jump into these line items. So, there's been some updates. What's new?
1: Yeah, there's been some updates. So, um, I think last time we got on a call was somewhere around November. I think we did one or two back around then. Um, What we've done is that we heard, we we reached out and we did a little sample of a survey type thing. And we found out that, hey, listen, it would be really great if you could add the detail codes of the codes into the estimate or into the actual report to allow. Us to be able to present that in a meaningful way that's clear and concise so that adjusters can actually see it and the adjusters can actually utilize that as part of their file requirement to justify additional payments for code so that's what we did so our reports used to be just one page summary now we have three three four pages depending on what's going on with the code and what we're what we're answering a yes and no on our report what that means is that the documentation that you used to copy and paste or a photo uh, screenshot and then put it inside of something. We have all that in a nice, easily uh, legible and accessible report that goes right to the uh, right to the adjuster. So what we've done is we all of those things to allow that report to exist. And then I think uh, it's not nothing necessarily new, but that correlates really closely with our ability to have the manufacturer and code report. So when code is not required. Um, code says that, hey, you still need to follow manufacturer specs. But the question is, is that what manufacturer specs apply? We answer that as part of that report. So those two reports combined with the uh, address specific sales tax and the many other cool little things we have inside there for data points. It's just, uh, it's, a, it's a very quick way to really get those answers to create a very accurate and defendable estimate.
0: This is awesome. And I, I was just doing a video the other day during one of the lockdown lives up on a roof. And that roof had no ice and water shield and no rake edge. And that I know is code items in this area. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, what? the whole video is about how to use that inspection as a tool to sell. So when you're up there and you can run that report, which by the way, why wouldn't you? You're on the roof. It's free. It shows, you know what the heck you're doing. You're going to differentiate yourself. And as all the fans of this channel and subscribers have, have noticed it's an educational sales process. So when you're up there and you have a really sharp technology to and you're like, Hey, Mr. Homeowner, uh, I've been on your roof. I noticed that you don't have any ice and water. You don't have rake edge. These are code items. And what can happen is the insurance is, initially going to just cover what's there, not what needs to be there. So if you do choose me, I have a platform that provides undeniable proof that they need to cover the additional expenses to bring your home up to code. So those expenses don't land on your shoulders as a surprise, because no one likes surprise bills in a construction process. And I think that's a really great way to sell the big idea of your differentiator. And again, to help get that get paid what you deserve and to make the homeowner whole because it's a win-win right the homeowner needs to be made whole you deserve to get paid for the work you do and as you educate homeowners the other roofer that's there isn't showing up doing this right they're just they think supplementing is the back end piece you bring this education to the front end and and you show the customer it's undeniable and they're like oh man now they need you more than ever so awesome i just wanted to interject that one piece because so many people overlook that opportunity on the sales front. It's credibility, it's trust. I mean, if you think about it, if you are able to sit in
1: front of a homeowner and be able to articulate in a very clear and concise way of, here's the things that are missing. Here's how it's going to affect. Here's likely how it's going to go out. It's like you are almost foretelling what the storyline is going to be. And as it goes through the homeowner is like, wow, that person really knows how this works. Mm -hmm. Not only can you say it up front, but then you can actually kind of like foreshadow it and it actually happens that exact way. And it makes you look very credible.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those of you that are, this is the first touch with one click. Um, The really neat thing is that this is a third party verified process. So, and I've had the opportunity for those that don't know, I worked with Garrett uh, and his construction company. I've been part of hearing about one click code and supporting it from the, from its inception as a, as a thought and seeing it blossom into what it is, is is way cool. So I want to talk about some of Garrett's growth, the market penetration, um, why it's being used by some, well, we'll, we'll get into those, those details, who's using it and why they're using it. Uh, But one thing I do want to hit is, is Garrett. Before One Click Code, Garrett was like an ace at appraisals because Garrett, you had an appraisal company, yes?
1: Yeah, I did about 500 appraisals.
0: So he's done a massive appraisals and has a way of uh, getting things done the right way and, and getting it paid the right way. So Garrett was up on a roof and was talking about kind of how this COVID process is changing and how people are, are, excuse me, people, meaning the insurance company, is paying up front. So what's happening on this front? Can you, can you shed some light on that?
1: Yeah, so I think COVID is, you know, people will say it's, you know, affecting a lot of lives, and I would agree to that extent, but it's also affecting how businesses are done. And on the adjusting side, some of the insurance companies are taking, I would say, a different approach than what they should be doing. One of the, a lot of the insurance companies are actually going towards, let's try to get as much settled up front because we know the back end. And the method that we used before was, let's put people in front to slow down the money, right? Let's not pay things up front. Let's not include an arrestment. Maybe it's because we don't know, maybe it's because whatever, but but there's now shifting to say, how can we research this and get as much done up front and get an agreeable price up front so that we can don't have the back end and have all these adjusters sitting in desks and re-inspections because that extra process could really t- put a damper on their ability to get renewals and premiums because homeowners won't be happy. And so what we see is a shift to try to get as much stuff done up front. However, in order to do that, they still need documentation. They still need, am- they still need ammunition for their file to be able to say to their case manager or their unit manager to be able to say, we're paying for this because of this. And uh, without the documentation, they're still not going to do the code. They just won't include it. But if they have it, they start paying for it. Maybe it's not an ACV payment, but at least it's in the estimate. So that it's in the estimate, which means that that's less that you're going to have to go after in the future. It's like that you knew that money was there. You just had to ask for it and you didn't have the right way to ask for it. And, you know, with one click code, you can actually ask for it up front.
0: Yeah, and it's, it, that's, that's excellent. And one thing that I learned from sitting with Mike on the interview we did earlier in the week was that there's the difference between a pre-install supplement and post-install. And one click code will help you get darn near everything you need on that upfront estimate versus on the back end. The other piece that I want to share for all the listeners and, and watchers, and by the way, you can also listen in your truck on the podcast. Um, the big items that people are supplementing for ice and water. Is there enough, you know, you need to be, what is it? Two feet inside the heated wall. So that takes into to account overhang, roof pitch, all these different variables um, that, that contractors that keep hearing are fighting tooth and nail to get paid for. But when you have a, platform that aggregates city and municipal county codes along with manufacturer requirements and mate those up in one place it's like here here's the proof you the adjuster literally has no like to stand on because if they call the county or the city or whoever it is they're just going to say, yes, that's correct. So it saves you a whole bunch of effort of being like, well, the, you know, this roofing man- shingle manufacturer requires it. And they're like, well, we don't know for code. You're like, actually you do look here. <laughs> so it, it's way, yeah. we, we covered that up front. Now, this part, this COVID and alternate to O and P O and P is like, the sexiest two letters to every roofer. And it's like the hot button. You know, you could just say, I'll help you get O and P and people throw money at you. <laughs> like and it is it, it, the, the rules change. Everybody wants it. So you would, you would share with me kind of this alternate to O and P, so to speak. Now it's not officially O and P, but it's another Avenue to help get, compensated for the additional work that goes in right now because many roofers are turning into adjusters because they file the claim in and then the insurance company's like well you document it and send us everything so can you share with me in the in in our in our viewers and listeners what um this whole covid process and this additional profit maximizer that you shared and how it's working
1: yeah so you know what we've we've experienced and i've been out i mean i still do some roofs every now and then i was just on a roof yesterday Um, My experience was a little bit different. It was the opposite that I just explained, which was, I can't talk to you. I can't see you. I'm not sure why you're here. Did you not get the memo? Um, I think that was more of a delay tactic than I've ever experienced in my life, because all I was going to do is just drag this thing out for a very long time. However, um, in talking with other people and and seeing actual paperwork from other insurance companies, what I'm noticing up front is actually the COVID is they're actually allowing for hours up front sometimes 10 to 25 extra roofing hours up front associated with the COVID process. What that translates into is anywhere from $1,500 to $3,000 per claim, per roof, depending on how, so it's per roof, but depending on how big that roof is, that's the complexity of it, right? Um, That is something that they're not going to be wanting to pay, but that's something that they don't really have an option to pay because it doesn't go over well when you tell your homeowner like, hey, I have to comply with all these COVID things. And uh, the insurance company is telling me that I don't have to. That is like, that's like, like think about code, right? The insurance company says, you don't have to follow code. Don't follow code. You don't have to follow code. But this is like a whole new level of what code is, right? This is like, hey, you don't worry about your health. It's okay. And uh, I think that is, it's a good parallel to the point where they're willing to pay COVID type expenses and they don't know how to pay for it. There's nothing in exactimate for it. It's not accounted for in pricing as of right now. And so it's an alternative to overhead profit because you are right in terms of claiming that you have additional overhead to comply. Absolutely. Isn't an additional complexity? It could be argued but it's that complexity with the trade. So it could be an alternative to the overhead profit. It is almost a it's almost a switch where you can say I have overhead profit in and I also have covid. And they're going to say they're not going to pay for COVID. They're like, all right, fine. Well, then it's overhead and profit. And they're going to go overhead and profit all day long because that is an accepted process and a practice to be able to pay for. It's just not approved unless it's by a manager or whatever it may be, but it's more accepted to be paid for. So you can go both ways. It's like putting i um, – I've heard of this story. I don't necessarily practice this, but it's like putting a dumpster inside of a roof estimate, and then they come back, I'm not going to pay for that that dumpster. And then you're like, okay, well, can you pay for this? And I'm not saying that's the right thing, but it's just almost like it's a parallel thing of, well, I I'm looking for a margin here. How can you make sure that the margin can be paid? It's because I'm doing owing a margin. I just want to make sure the margin's there.
0: Yes. And you know, one thing that I, that I really want to air out for everybody is this goes back to getting paid what you deserve for the job. This isn't about manipulation. Okay. Yeah. If You are not abiding by the PPE law or a personal protection yeah. PPE ruling and all that. Can you do it? Probably not. It's the same thing. Like with a dumpster on the job, the shingles need to be removed and brought to a, to a disposal facility. Now you can, and, and again, think of this one argument for O and P. Does it add complexity to the job from a PPE standpoint? That's hyper-personal. My opinion, which I've said on the channel, follow local state government, or excuse me, federal um, health Uh, guidelines, you got to respect it, not only for your crew, but for your homeowners. And they are quite visible when they're up on the roof. People notice it, right? So yeah, it's it's a, you got eyes on you. But think of everything you're doing. We're not, this isn't just retail. It's like, oh, well, the roof would only cost this. If you're turning into an adjuster and doing their job for them, that is additional labor requirements on you. Every time you turn the key to your truck, you're driving 30 minutes to the, jobs or to the customer's house or the job site. You're taking the pictures. You're compiling everything. You're pulling the code report. You're documenting it, doing what the adjuster should be doing that is now on your shoulders. You deserve to get paid for this process. Now, an insurance company might bail you say, oh, well, you, you did the roof. You won it. And you know, you'll get the desk adjusters that kick back. But we have to think, put on our little businessman's hat and say, hey, there's additional work involved. Your team's hustling. Is it in your advantage right now? Of course, right? But it is more work. So don't be afraid to ask for what you deserve because you put it in, right? Am I, am I off base here, Garrett, or do you, would you agree or d- disagree with that approach?
1: No, I, I, that's exactly what I was saying. I think it's more in line with people use these, these manipulative practices, but it's more of like you're just trying to get paid for what you deserve. And it, there's no necessarily right way to do it. And people are very creative in it but what you have behind you on the board is the COVID process versus an alternative to overhead profit. I think that is that thing in the, it's not just theory. It is legitimate to be able to ask for additional complexity associated with it. But is it, is it above and beyond overhead profit? That is a different story. So it's like, you need to be able to pick and be able to uh, defend what you are due and owed associated with the work that you're going to complete based on the requirements set forth.
0: Yeah. And again, tying this back to sales, winning the business. I got, I'm, my inbox has been blowing up with questions about selling right now. People not wanting to answer doors. Everyone is, you know, a lot, of, a lot of financial stress has fallen on salespeople because of the inability to produce the same volume of work. Although I will say a lot of the guys that, and gals that watch the channel have had great success using those direct mail letters in the battle pack using painter's tape gear. I don't know if you saw this, but they're, they're literally printing out my direct mail letters, but instead of mailing them, blue painter's tape and taping it to the door because they capture attention when people show up and then they're red. And there's a guy that said he's closing 11 deals a week. And all he does is he's printing these letters out and he just walks. So instead of knocking, he's just, because he wants to respect all the social distancing, he's taping them and he's getting three to four calls and closing about 90% of them. It's freaking awesome. So, and they're, awesome. they're COVID specific, right? I'm hanging this up because... I didn't want to knock on your door. I want to respect social distancing and he explains the no contact process. But in that to win the business, when you explain how this, how claims are being handled and you get the phone call and you say, Hey, Mr. Homeowner, um, I'm, you may or may not have spoken with other contractors, but one thing that makes us difference is we're processing these claims in partnership with your insurance carrier. We've done numerous claims. We have a a process to document all the damage and to submit it on there uh to submit it so the adjuster doesn't have to come out, come out and the result is two things one we're getting this done faster and two we're finding that our claims are are handled in full meaning items aren't left out where they often are overlooked from an adjuster being out there one time in addition to 10 other roofs so again showing these tools in your arsenal the homeowner doesn't need to know if the app's free The homeowner doesn't need to know that that you pulled it while you were on site, right? Sorry, the one click code speaking here. Like this is such a powerful way to stand out and win business because then that homeowner views you totally differently. Like, holy smokes, he's my ally. He's like my lawyer, my insurance adjuster and my roofer in one cute package. (laughs) So I love it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Garrett, what, what did I miss on what we had talked about before we jumped on here?
1: I don't. I don't think you did much. I mean, you think we we're we're right on track. I think it has to do with maybe a, a adoption of who's using it and potentially right. why, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And and so, I, I if if you mind, I'll just I'll go at. It. So we have like out of the nine, out of the ten top insurers, these are the ones that you know are the red, the blues, uh, the the red, white, and blues. If you and so these insurers, I uh, think it's actually eight out of the ten. Of those insurers have 50 plus adjusters using our app daily. Um, some of them have up to 150 to 200 adjusters, and we know this because you know they sign up for it. So um, what's interesting, though, it's not necessarily that you know we get excited about that, but what really excites us is that we are starting to become more of that look to source or that uh, oracle truth or the standard in which people are looking to verify what codes are required. Which means on the sales side, is that they're more apt to take documentation up front or building codes to then put them in the estimate so that it's actually known up front what that cost is so they can actually close the claim faster. Meaning it's an accepted way to be able to settle a claim.
0: Yeah, I love it. And there's something to be said about the credibility. And there's one thing that we all know this industry changes fast, and things are changing fast. One insurance company, I need seven hits per square. And they'll they'll count footfall or like you sneezed on it. I mean, how many times have you seen an adjuster point at bird crap and they're like, "That's hail." It's like, well, you need to get that roof bought. You know, it lichen happened. Lichen's the best one. I know oh, li- lichen. Yeah, lichen or the lichen, whatever it is. And and then there's other adjusters like. I need 12 hits. I need to see bruising through the matting. I need, and it's like, that was yesterday and this is today, you know, and I worked some with one of the largest insurance companies. Um, it was in the hailstorm was in the backyard of their corporate office and that year they bought everything. Like you could have sneezed on the roof. They'd be like, we're covering it. And it was a total PR play is, is what it seemed like. Then the next year hailstorm came in and they were like, Nope, All of a sudden it was like, we need to see, I think it was 12 hits per square. It needed to be through the, like bruised, mad, like all of this stuff changed. So the reason I'm sharing this is as things change, we need to look at what resources are at our disposal to be on that leading edge of the change to help differentiate yourself, to help stay ahead and stay competitive and obviously to to win more business and to to get paid what you're worth. Because the biggest, there's two huge threats contractors face. One, cash flow which that's a whole separate thing. But it ties into this next one, which is profit. And we get beat up on deductibles. I don't want to pay the deductible. So you're getting beat up from the insurance company who doesn't want to pay things the right way and you're beat up from the homeowner who doesn't want to pay deductible. And when you can level the playing field, which is language, I've heard you say so many times, Garrett, this levels the playing field. This is the, this is the ultimate umpire of truth. It's not completely subjective and verifiable. This can help make a huge difference in the lives of the salespeople who are watching, in the lives of the owners who are watching. Um, so check it out. It's free. You literally have nothing to lose. I'm sure it might cost money someday, but get in while you can. Um, and it is one click, excuse me, one Not the number one. O n e clickcode.com, and then you can find it in the app store on whatever appy thing you use. <laughs> right? Am I missing anything on those, Garrett? No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're on uh, Android iOS and the app meaning web I'm sorry we're also on the web too so
0: awesome yep, all awesome. three awesome Garrett thank you so much for for joining us today i was so pumped when when uh, your team reached out again with exciting updates to make this happen so yeah. thanks for being here anything that i missed that you want to close with before we wrap it up today
1: no i think it's just we're excited to have more people part of the team the the more that we have for subscribers i mean we're up to like 60 daily um, signups, meaning that that means that there's somebody on the roof talking to somebody on the roof. doesn't matter who it is, but someone's saying I'm right and I'm wrong, or I'm, we're both right. We're trying to figure it out and they're sharing our app. And so we organically, we're getting 60 plus a day signups and we're not advertising. I know you and I are in the show right now, but you know, this will make a little bit of a dent in that, but we are literally getting organically 60 people signing up per day.
0: That's awesome. So just because Garrett did brief, brief me on this. There's no money spent behind the advertising is what he's getting at. This is just the power of when something works and people share the good word, yeah. it, it happens, right? And that same thing, like a lot of people find my channel through the good word. They're, they're watching it, they're sharing it with the team. An owner shares it, another sales guy shares it. So the, it's the power of community. It's the one thing that was the biggest theme with the lockdown lives, which I know you you mentioned. you're like, oh, here I am. He didn't, Garrett didn't expect me to be in front of the whiteboard again today. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, it, it was so fun and so enriching. And it, it like all of a sudden the community bonded and everyone's like, here's what's working, here's what's working. And instead of this dog eat dog world that has been the roofing sales battlefield, as I call it, it's turned into good people coming around to this channel looking for good resources to share with each other because you know there's enough work to go around, and uh, we all know who's gonna who's gonna survive and thrive. It's the people that are doing the right thing that are taking care of customers that are leading with integrity, and they're they're creating really good relationships you know that that lead to referrals and all that so so glad to have you here and to share this with with good people
1: yeah. Watch. And it just in closing with that, I mean, really, it's like the, the more that our reports are sent to the insurance companies, the more, in fact, we actually see signups, which means we actually see more of their users actually using it, which means it's more accepted. So the more you send to the adjusters, the more adjusters see it, the more that we become accepted, the easier life becomes. It's pretty yeah. interesting how that works. So it's like, it's like the more people use it, the more it becomes accepted.
0: So powerful. And I didn't even think of that angle. And it's so true. It's, it's. It's uh, what do they call it? Social currency, right? They're seeing more of it. It's more legit. And this is yeah. one thing that goes, that ties back to the community. That helps everybody win. Even if you're competing in sales a little bit with another company, right? Uh, the fact at the end of the day is whoever wins the job is going to get paid. Why do you want to bastardize profit margins and getting paid right for everybody? We all should win. That's a win for the entire industry and an, and the insurance company. Cause Hey guys, an insurance policy is a contract period. I cover this when it is damaged the rule book is Xactimate, you're writing the the arbitration documents, so to speak, of like, this is how the rule book should be used for this home in this area. So um, check it out, guys, uh, oneclickcode.com, check out the app. Uh, And if you wanna start using this in in, in some of your sales process, check out the COVID-19 specific material. It's included free in the battle pack. There's a link in the description below. Um, Subscribe to the channel, give it a thumbs up, and if you're not already on the insider's email list, Click the See More button in the description. The top link will get you on the insiders list. That'll get you notifications, uh, videos that go live. I provide a little more information on how to get a hold of um, guests that I'm bringing on and you'll get alerts of a lot of great stuff I have in the works for you along with a copy of my ebook and a ton of other stuff and direct access to me via email to submit your questions and ideas for this channel which drive everything we do. So without further ado, let's call it a wrap. Garrett, thank you again so much for being here. My pleasure, Adam. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you guys. Hey, hey, thanks again for joining me for this week's episode of the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel. If you are out on a roof or driving around, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes. So click for all the links, the description, and if you have any questions, email me personally, adam at roofstrategist.com. Thanks again, and I will see you next Tuesday.